Welcome to Expounded Universe, Season 4, Episode 11. Gethzerion and on and on. The book, The Courtship of Princess Leia, by Dave Wolverton. The year, 1995. Chapters 21 and 22. With your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go. Hi, I'm the Herbs and Spices Kid. Take it down a notch, Han. If you leave Starbucks there, he's going to eat that millennial kiss. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bees, hey, bees, hey, bees. Yo, baby, boop, bitches, I got it. <laughs> and welcome back to Expounded Universe. Ooh, it's more of it. I'm trying John's tactic for movie mastery of how to do the introduction on the show where I just start with saying and. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that and. Welcome back to movie mastery. Yeah. I like that version. I, yeah. I, I, um, I think that's a smooth flow. It's good. It's a good host technique it's almost like you never left like yeah you just finished the last movie master exactly and here we go again it's for all those people that are binging mm-hmm. yeah for the folks at home who are binging movie mastery yeah for those people that are like netflix binging mm-hmm. they're binging netflix and movie mastery at the same time oh of course yeah there's a there's a good way to do it where you yeah. binge the episode while you watch the movie and then it syncs up like dark side of the moon <laughs> it's the best way to watch for example iron fist the first season yeah, because if you stop watching Iron Fist the first season, you're going to feel no impetus to start again. I have felt no impetus to start season two, so there I'll you go. T- let me tell you, John, I because I live at home with a baby at this point. My life is pretty much just sitting on a couch with a baby, uh, or taking the baby places, or doing good things. With the- Don't worry, folks, the baby's fine. Uh, I have watched all of Iron Fist season two. Much, much better. Okay, good. Yeah, like, legitimately, very much better, and not just because Misty's in it a lot. Because ah. I mean, that's a big part of it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Misty's rad. But, uh, but here we are. So, good chapter. Anyway, things that might not be so good of chapters are the chapters we find in these Star Wars books. Hey! That's a segue. These Star Wars books. Yeah, that's a powered standing scooter. What? Segway. What? Segway. You know, the, 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 What's a segue? <laughs> segway balls. <laughs> there hey, we go. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, the Courtship of Princess Leia by David Davidus Q. Wolvertonian or something. I forget yeah. what we... Uh, chapters, what, 21 and 22? I hope I read the right chapters. Yeah, I hope you did, too. <laughs> it's not like I had time to check. I was reading them while a baby fell asleep on me. Yeah. And I had to kick the book into my hands off the coffee table. <laughs> I really thought you were going to end that differently. And I had to kick the baby. <laughs> she wouldn't let me read. Hey, get off me. Quit sleeping. <laughs> trying to read a book here. trying to kick her loose. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Look, I know you want to be affectionate and all, but Daddy's got a Rito Star Wars book. <laughs> like, I know it's 2018 and you're five months old, but I need to read this book from 1995 about witches or something right the fuck now. Look, this is how Daddy gets paid, so you need to fuck off. <laughs> it is more or less true, except for the part where I tell the baby to fuck off. Oh, I tell your baby to fuck off all the time, so it's fine. I got <laughs> I that coming for you. I can't imagine why. I mean, overall, we more or less hit the baby lottery. She's quiet and calm and sleepy. Oh, no, she loves me, so yeah, I never she tell the baby she to likes fuck you off. Just fine. Yeah, she's a good baby. Uh, so anyway, these two chapters find the action really ramping up on the uh, on the hidden planet of Dathomir. Well, that's good, considering we've got like four more chapters left. It's just like Crystal Star. It really is. It's all ramp and then a really fun jump at the end. Yeah, you're like, huh, you guys have just been fucking around for a long goddamn time. And then like, oh, wait, we have six chapters left. Uh, stuff happens. <laughs> Important stuff. I mean, this one's got more action in the interstitials than Crystal Star did. Yes, but- I will say this. There is the writing on this is probably better than Crystal Star, even if they're... We gotta set aside that the writing is fine, the 
the initial plot arc, not oh, so Oh, no, hot. I was going to say, like, the writing's fine. The character assassination in this book, however, less fine. That's true. You know, I think if we, we, at some point, we need to have, like, an award show for who does what the worst in Star Wars books, where character assassination is one of them, and it's really this book and, and uh, Shadows are the strong contenders so far. Oh, yeah. But uh, Crystal Star had a whole bunch of other problems with it instead. Not necessarily character assassination, just characters not really doing anything. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that they, like, oh, we made the characters bad. It was just we made the characters uninteresting because we needed to fill page count. Yeah. Oh, Han's gambling again. Oh, boy. Here comes a ghostling. That was some serious ghostling character assassination, though. Grow a spine, ghostling, (laughs) and then use it to fuck yourself to death. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, in this book, what's going on is the the team is all regrouping. Yeah, so they're They've, getting all their shit together. and They just jumped out of a, a, a spare extra Millennium Falcon the planet had lying around on it. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, it's a random YT-1300 modified light freight or whatever. Uh, but they jump out of it into a lake, and everyone's fine. Uh, even the whole thing at the end where it was like, oh my god, I think I think he sold or landed in some dirt. He might not be fine. They don't even mention that in this chapter. No, chap. there's he's, nothing about that. He's like, just, this just starts with them being like, yep, everyone's fine. Oh, hey, look, here come the droids and Chewbacca. They just found us. Eh. Well, it turns out that that uh, C-3PO managed to track them down using his superior class AA-1 Verbo Brain. We've heard that before. Yeah. So uh, the AA-1 Verbo Brain drags uh, yeah, His AA-1 Vibro ba- Brain does <laughs> mega damage. <laughs> Uh, it, in response, Han's like, all right, well, what the fuck did you need to talk to us so bad about Mr. Verbo Brain? Uh, which I guess is supposed to be an insult based on the other track record of Han's insults that we get to hear about in this chapter. Uh, uh and, and he's like, oh, oh, Master, Master Han Solo. Oh, King Solo. He's still doing that. Yeah. Everyone else has moved on from that. Oh, that I was of- sure everyone was fine due to the, the brave heroics of King Han Solo. What a man, Solo. <laughs> But he's the only one still sticking up, hanging around to that shitty plot arc. Uh, but it turns out that da- or that Zinj knows they're here and has sent a special detachment to the planet just because he wants to get them. Well, yeah, it's... Oh, I uh, I deciphered what was going on. They laid a trap for you. Yes, thank you. Thank mm. you for that now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's also telling them shit that they should already know, uh, that they definitely already know. Yeah. Also, there's something else going on, and this is when Luke kind of picks up the idea that there's something weird about the sky right now, something weird about the term interdiction, and he can't quite put his finger on it because he just doesn't focus on his Jedi stuff quite enough. Huh. Uh, but then we get our little flashback moment to what's up with Gesserion. Uh She is talking to one of Zinja's subordinates. Yeah, this is coming from R2-D2. Mm-hmm. He's a little a, hollow he stole. Yeah, they. the other message that they got outside of, hey, uh, we we set a trap for these guys was... Oh, here's a uh, Zinj, one of his generals, and Gesserion have a little meeting where the two of them try to like out bluster the other one. Yeah, basically. I mean, Gesserion. This is a really interesting conversation because uh, Gesserion's basically lying. She she wants everyone to, or he wants she wants Zinj's people to think that she has captured Han Solo. Yeah, she's like, look, we've got Solo, and we'll give him to you and, for and the, a shuttle. And the general's like, okay, but very obviously, we just watched and then shot down a mod- a modified YT-1300 that left your facility. And she's like, yeah, stormtroopers got in that one. Yeah, that was some of my people trying to escape. If you hadn't killed him, we would have. And he's like, yeah, no one believes you. 
Uh, we don't. But basically, he's like, okay, at this point, here's the current deal Zinja's offering you because he feels like your bargaining platform is weakened based on the fact that you can't keep track of Solo especially well. Uh, he's going to come down there and you're going to give a Solo and we won't kill you. Yeah, and- like... <laughs> I love that she knew before. She's like, yeah, so uh, I, I know that you're going to try and fuck me because you're the Empire, well, sort of the newish Empire, and that's what you do. Some chunk of Empire. And so he's like, uh, he's what, like, what's your dumb deal now? Yeah, and he's like, ah, the magnanimity of Zinge is, is unparalleled. In exchange for Han Solo, we won't bomb your planet into oblivion. And she's like, yeah, we don't actually care about that. We just want off the planet. We just want to, we don't, we don't value our lives. <laughs> All we value is getting off this dumb planet. Yeah, that's fine. You can kill us. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, and, and he's like, well, you have time to think about it. Until such time, I recommend you uh, you, you consider the, the value of extinction. And she's like, well, how about this deal instead? You give us a shuttle. We will serve Zinge. We will become Zinge's people. You you can take our like daughters and sisters out to wherever and hold them captive so that you have some collateral, mm-hmm. and we will serve you, and you'll have this shitload of, like, Sith night witches yeah. to go fuck around and do stuff for you. And he's like, woo! Well, he's, he's like, wait a minute, I thought you just said you don't care about your life. Yeah. Why would us having your daughters and sisters be any sort of leverage over you? Yeah, and she reveals her one little last remaining piece of, like, compassion towards others, and she's like, no mother could be that cruel. And it's like, no, that you absolutely could. Yeah, like <laughs> that's that's not a th- like. How many? How many of these people are people your daughter? You killed. Yeah, you've killed a ton of kids, and and also not everyone here is your daughter. I'm sure you'd be willing to throw half these night sisters that are the children of someone else under the bus without a second thought. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So this is not a very good deal, but he's like, ooh, I like that plan. We'll discuss it later when we arrive. Yeah. So she's just like, oh, you think on that, you piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Meh. Yeah. Have you looked for a picture of Gethzerion? Oh, yeah. Did you find the one? There's only like one good picture of her, and it's from like Star Wars Galaxies. Yes. And she looks like if you combine the Emperor with like antlers. Yeah, I <laughs> I was I was considering doing Gethzerion for the bonus content. I'll tell you who else who considered doing Gethzerion is, <laughs> is Sheev Palpatine. Actually, he never considered it at all. Oh, no. Yeah. He just did it. He just did it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> do, do it. it. I'm I'm super high on coke right now. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh but like her backstory outside of this is like she tried to kill Ogwin, mm-hmm. who is her mother. Yes. And I'm like, okay, hold on. <laughs> Your whole thing about like, oh mothers, oh, it would never be so cruel. You're like, of course I tried to kill mine and then I killed my sister. So Everything I'm saying is bullshit, but, you yeah. know, whatever. To be fair, we knew everything she was saying was bullshit from the word go. Yeah. It's it's just an elaborate acting thing she's doing. Of course she'd kill her kids. She's a she's a total monster and a chain smoker, and she's from Hockamawak County, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> right there in old Lakeland. She comes from Kissimmee, Florida. It was a 50-50 crapshoot as to whether she was going to have sex with her or a snapping turtle. <laughs> He really made the wrong choice because he was going to win 50 bucks on that snapping turtle bet. <laughs> yeah, and that would have only bit the tip of his penis. <laughs> uh, okay, so meanwhile, our, our brave heroes uh, uh, reunited with the Rancors, the uninterested Wookiee, and the droids are trudging through the wilderness. And Isolder and Han, who have found some shared common ground in, in their history of piracy and wanting to bone the same lady, uh, have started to bu- uh, form a little bit of a friendship. Well, yeah, because 
Leia's like, man, Zinj is like really interested in getting you. What the? F- yeah. What the fuck is his deal with you? And he's like, well. So Han has a story to tell in this chapter. <laughs> cha- I may have been a huge asshole. Well, okay, let's. This is something we really need to break down and discuss, because here's the specific thing he did. After he defeated a Zinge in some military engagement... He blew up the, his Super Star Destroyer. He blew up the Super Star Destroyer. He then contacted the Iron Fist, I think it's called. He then contacted... Yeah, once he killed the Iron Fist. Once he, he killed, killed the Iron Cage. Fist. <laughs> once I kill the Iron Fist. We kill the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big rock. I, okay, but they, he contacts Zinge directly, like hollows him up. And says to him the most daring insult anyone has ever said to anyone else, kiss my Wookiee. Narrator. But he didn't say Wookiee. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, he said Bothan. Much, much worse. It's so much worse. (laughs) I like that. They're like, hey, man, so uh, why does he hate you? And he's like, well... I kind of gloated a lot and Mm. was a huge dickbag and told him to kiss my Wookiee. And again, Chewbacca has... One thing he does in these two chapters, which is just point and laugh at Han and nod his head at this. Yes. That's it. That's all the Chewbacca business we get. He's like, ha, ha, And I still feel like yeah. che- Chewbacca's only laughing because that's the worst insult. Oh, this fucking idiot. This dumb shit. He probably thought that Wookiee was like slang for penis or something. <laughs> Kiss my Wookiee. It's especially funny because he actually had a Wookiee in the, in the ship with him at the time. It was me. I was the Wookiee. I don't know if he was trying to offer me up so that he could kiss me. I don't know if he's trying to lay claim to me, given that I'm a independent, sentient being who is a starship engineer. And happily married. Father of two. <laughs> homeowner. <laughs> Obviously, I don't want to be offered up for kissing. <laughs> Look, there's only one time during Life Day I'll set up a kissing booth, and <laughs> then you can kiss me all you want, but it's a dollar apiece. And it's called the Kiss My Wookie booth. <laughs> and in that case, I'm my own Wookie, Han. I'm my own Wookie. <laughs> but he, apparently everyone thinks this is the funniest shit anyone could say to anyone else. Like, he sold her, like, rolls around on the ground laughing about how funny the concept of saying kiss my Wookie to Zinge is. Yeah, but this also some... they're like, oh, that was so offensive. No wonder he wants you. And I'm like, what? What? <laughs> I mean, it's not that big of a deal. You said kiss my Wookie. That's like calling him up and being like, I blew up your Star Destroyer. You're a big duty head. Like, he said, oh, good. He told Leia to kiss his Wookie like six years ago. Oh, yeah. Or she said she'd rather kiss the Wookie. And he was like, yeah, he could probably do that. Use with a good kiss. That was, remember that? He said that on Hoth. You you remember? Yeah. So so clearly kissing the Wookie is some manner of insult, but oh, well, not that I mean, big of one. Kissing the Wookie is definitely a move. <laughs> I mean, Hans offered to kiss Leia's Wookiee like 15 times throughout the course of this. <laughs> Would that get you to love me? No, anything. And she's like, no, and I've told you a thousand times, the Alderanian term is old hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't understand. He's like, oh, but but what is it? I know it's old hat, but what is it? <laughs> well, Isolder's like, I can't believe you had the daring and the audacity to say kiss my Wookiee to Zinj. You know he's going to eat your head on a platter, right? Oh, yeah. And it's just everyone's, it's so wordy. It's so authory and it, not punchy in the slightest. Because Han's response is, you know, that man really is a true genius. Did you know he could curse in over 60 languages? I heard him curse in over 60 languages when he was insulting me for saying kiss my Wookiee to him. And you're like, that would take for, imagine actually cursing. It would take like 10 minutes. Yeah. You, you have to pretty much be like, no, nah, I'm hanging up on you. Okay, thanks. I'm, okay, I'm, okay, I got it. Uh, yeah, sure. We're, we're oh, good here. What language is that? It's Biff. I'm cursing at you in Biff. It sounds like... 
Uh, what's this next one? It's Shriwook. I also speak the language of Wookiees. That's part of why I'm so offended. <laughs> I'm offended for Chewbacca. <laughs> Chewbacca, you ought to be on my side. I would never try to claim you. I would never. That's do not that. what. That's. I was not a big fan of that part of the Empire. That was my dad's empire. <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, we're a more progressive fascist empire. <laughs> Now, get in my slave hold. Sorry, sorry. That's my dad talking again. <laughs> uh, there you go. So, yeah, they uh, they have a wonderful moment where we find out why it is Zinj wants Han, and mm-hmm. then they get on them rancors and start a running. Yeah, they start running into the night. And then they, they bed down to camp for the evening. Now, most of the bed, bedding down to camp for the evening storyline takes the course of the Rancors are super tired and there isn't enough to do for them. Like, Tenennial's trying to cool them down with, like, a wet rag. Yeah. Uh, but it's not working. So Han goes over there and just mind fucks them into thinking that they're cold and, and well hydrated. Sorry, Luke. Han does this. Yeah, Han goes over and mind fucks them quite literally. You know, he uses that hapen gun of command. That hapen gun of command. He's like, hey, you're not tired anymore. Also, you're feeling pretty warm. You might want to take off those clothes. <laughs> Oh, I'm not wearing clothes. I'm a huge monster. Nice. <laughs> so am I in this book. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to kiss my Wookiee. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that, well, that puckers my old hat. <laughs> uh, nothing dries up this old hat quite like Han Solo. <laughs> I... So, yeah, Luke goes over there and mind fucks them. He's just like, watch this force trick. You guys aren't hot. You're cold. And you're not thirsty. You're you're full of water. And they're like, oh, this is good. I mean, isn't he going to kill them doing that? I feel, well, I mean, given the actual ways that it's described, it's like, oh, no, it's like healing. He's like, oh, you're not tired anymore. Okay, he's using the force I just, to like. I just drain your exhaustion. Yeah, he just refills their meters like they're fucking Sims or something. Oh, yeah. yeah he's okay. just got a little MP boost, and he runs over there, and he's like, Kiraga. Yeah, but the fact that there's. They're thirsty, and he's like, no, you're not. It's like, he didn't pull water out of nowhere and stuff it in them. I mean, maybe he did. Maybe I that's mean, you that, don't know. That's one of the force things you can do, I guess. Yeah, he just touched them, and then all of a sudden, water was in their mouth. I'm, just, like, glad they didn't, I'm just glad they didn't keel over and die in the next chapter of hydra- dehydration. He was like, oh, right. Oh, no, they keeled over and died of hydration. <laughs> of too much hydration. We've been too hydrated. Little known fact about Rancors. Yeah, their weaknesses include hydration mm-hmm. and water damage. It's because they're grass type or whatever. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> once they get that damp in them, they start getting mold. And- <laughs> yeah. By the way, don't correct me about Pokemon types. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know or care. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So uh, all other things that happen over the course of that evening are that Tenennial and Isolder have a touching conversation. <laughs> yeah, they do. Ooh, yeah. It's a conversation about touching. That's a real touching conversation. So she's hanging around. Uh, now that Luke has started taking care of the Rancor, she goes off on, on her own and is just looking at the stars. Isolder comes up to talk to her, and she's like, well, you know, I like to imagine that someday I'll get off this planet, and then I'll go and I'll visit each one of these stars. Yeah, back when I was living alone out in the wilderness before I got a man... <laughs> I would sit here and look at the stars and go, what's up with all this shit? And he's like, well, you know, in addition to knowing everything about obscure hapen farm equipment, <laughs> I happen to know literally every star in the sky. Because I used to be a pirate in this sector. And I'm like, sectors aren't how stars work, you dickhead. <laughs> you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> 
But anyway, so, well, if, if you look over there, you can see where the sector ends. There's a big fence. Yeah, there's a <laughs> dotted line. Once we you can't. go past it, we have to load the next sector. <laughs> yeah, you can't see the stars from here. Sectors are instanced. <laughs> yeah, it's all the same. There's just one big sheet, and you bounce up next to it, and then you got to load the yeah. next sector. You have to go through the gate like you're playing City of Heroes. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, okay, so... So he's like, well, I used to be a pirate in this in this sector. Point to a star, and I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you its history. Oh, really? Really, Isolder? I have to imagine that of the amazing amount of stars up there, that if I just went like, that one, you'd be like, okay, well, one, what the fuck are you pointing at? And two, I don't know. It's a star among, like, millions. Who well, gives a shit? It's it's very lucky, because the first thing, first thing she does is test him and point to a planet. And he's like, that's a planet. And she's like, I just had to test yeah, you. Yeah, weird, yeah. yeah. So she points to another one. And to his credit, the first one she points to, he's like, there's nothing there. That's just a star. It's like, oh, that's a, a young star that's too hot to have anything interesting going on. Which should be, like, 99.99% of the shit she points at. Oh, yeah. Every, Every time she's like, what about that one? Nothing. nothing. What about that one? Nothing. That's yep, too, There might have been plants at one time, but that thing's a red giant. It definitely burned them out by now. But look, instead, the next look, two- the ones you see are nothing. <laughs> None of these are good. <laughs> these are all bad ones. Now, if you go to the Hapen sector, we got the real good stars. Well, so she points to... Uh, a, a one and he's like okay well that one is from a culture that died out about 200 years ago and we're about 200 light years away so if you had a strong enough telescope you could see them there they had six fingers on each hand and they were great at building stuff yeah they were all craftsmen and then someone went there during a like a plague. diaspora and yeah. brought a plague there and murdered everyone which yeah. is sort of weird it's weird that that's the second plague story from his piracy days and it's not a related one and that it would murder an entire planet. Yeah, especially in a situation where everyone's got like way more advanced medicine. I mean, these people float in cool water tanks. <laughs> yeah. Like blue, lightly blue, like they're floating in thousand flushes. Oh, hell yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on there. That or Gatorade. <laughs> it's just <laughs> floating in blue Gatorade. That's so many electrolytes. That's how you heal. That's how Your it, body that, needs electrolytes that, to heal. That's what coma victims crave. <laughs> It's, it's true. <laughs> so, uh, and then uh, she's like, well, do you have a telescope like that? And he's like, no, that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb asshole. I just mentioned that because it's a thing that, like, every science nerd learns at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she's like, well, what about that one? He's like, ah, that's a good choice. That's the only star in your sky that's from the Hapen Cluster. It's not. It's named like Omuron or something. And and I've been there many times because you see, it's one of the sixty three stars that makes up the Hapes Cluster of which I am the Crown Prince. And 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 that my mother rules yeah. over. And that I'm sad that she doesn't go. Wait, sixty three stars. Earlier in the book, it was sixty three worlds. What are we doing here? Well, Is I it, mean, she many? also has the stars. It's one star per world. It's exactly one star per world. Look, there's only one world in each star that's in that Goldilocks band, mm-hmm. so sorry. What what a lucky collection of planets that is. Right? Is there a Mars equivalent or something? It's like uninhabited planets that are around? Nope, nope. One star, one world. That's how Hapes works. Oh, there are, but they're not owned by us. <laughs> each planet has one world orbiting one star, and each one's got one star destroyer, or at least they used to. We gave them all away for fun. Yeah, no more star destroyers. We all kept them just in case we needed to destroy that one star. <laughs> Turned out you don't need a Star Destroyer for that. You need a Sun Crusher. It's a whole different thing. Ah, don't, e- don't even get me started. It hasn't been invented yet. Nomenclature. Let, am I let right? me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking naming conventions. Well, this is when she finally realizes, oh shit, this dude is way more important than I thought. Because yeah. she's like, wait, your, your mother rules 63 
stars? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I told you she was a queen. And she's like, I thought you meant like a queen of a fucking village or some shit. Like a tribal chieftain, like Ogwin. You know how we ascribe way too much importance to our local village elders? That's what I thought you were talking about. And he's like, well, okay, but like, you think that I'm from a planet like yours and then I came here somehow? How did I get here? Did I ride a rancor to your dumb planet, you idiot? (laughs) Uh, I'm not from bumpkin land. I mean, he doesn't do that, but still. (laughs) He should. (laughs) (laughs) I love that at that point she's like, oh, fuck. Okay, I get it. You're going to leave and there's absolutely nothing I could do to stop that because, uh, like... For her idea, in her culture, she's like, oh, yeah, if someone wanted to come and take you, then they'd be like, oh, we do battle or we pay or whatever. Mm -hmm. And when she realizes, oh, your mom is the most impressive person I've ever heard of. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I can't actually keep you. Your mom is going to come get you. She's going to pick you up around five. Yeah. But until then, we can watch as much Cartoon Network as we want. Yeah. This is going to be our last conversation before someone says new phone who dis, isn't it? <laughs> oh like, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, your, no, your dumb me... backwoods culture was nothing to me. Oh, good. well, I'll look up at that star when you leave, and I'll I'll think about you. Will you do the same? And he's like, oh no, no. <laughs> I respect your culture about as much as I respect the culture of the Matterhorn at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, look, we've got seven moons and a sun, and uh, I can't see your dumb bullshit star from my planet. I did, but like I that. tell you what, I'll look into the sky and. I'll think of you while I jerk off. How about that? <laughs> I do like that that's the first time we've heard anything about Hapens other than how great they are. They have shitty night vision, as it turns out. Yeah, because I guess on their main planet, there were so many moons and sunlight and whatnot that they just didn't need night vision. Yeah, it just sort of faded out with time because they their, their eyes got weaker because it's always so well lit where they are. Which is weird because... There's 63 planets. Is each planet just got a lot of moons and I, I whatnot? Think it, I think it's one of those things where the core planet of, ha- of the Hapes cluster is also called Hapes. Okay. It's the Hapes planet orbiting the star Hapes in the Hapes cluster, you know, of the Hapes confederacy. Yes, but the whole backstory of them was uh, we were pirates and then we, like, settled down when the women took over because they were like, fuck you, pirates. Mm-hmm. But they... They had all of the ships and everything. It's not like they were stuck on Hapes. Well, you know, it's much like how I'm not stuck in the U.S., but it's a real pain in the ass to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at that point, you should be like, well, the royalty should definitely not have bad night vision because they could go to other planets. No, but it's ancestral. It's evolutionary. It's been thousands of years since they started losing their night vision. You don't get it back in one generation of being a royalty dude. He, yeah, he, but I'm saying when it first started, when they first were like, fuck the pirates, we win now, we yeah. have taken over, yeah. we have spaceships, why are we just staying on this one planet? Because it's great! Have you tried the barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> the dry rub on Hapes is amazing! Have you tried Hapen hot chicken? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, them Hapen greens. Have you had that? Also, the Hapen nightlife is something else, because you can just see just fine. It's <laughs> it's great. Also, you, really good deal to be a pickpocket on the planet Hapes if you're like not from Hapes. You're like, ha-ha, I can see everything, and these fools see nothing. <laughs> of course, that's probably why they're so isolationist, I guess. Well, I mean, you'd have to be a pickpocket when they left Hapes, because on Hapes, oh, they'd right. be able to see everything, because there's all those moons. But you can see even better. <laughs> you're like, I see better than you in all this moonlight yeah i'll tell you one thing about hapens they can't see why kids love the great taste of cinnamon toast crunch (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, our night vision and cinnamon vision have been ruined over the millennia. There's no cinnamon on Hapies. <laughs> None. We have no idea. We evolved to not be able to see cinnamon. That's how evolution works, right, Star Wars? Of course it's how evolution works. We've, we've had to settle for millennia on a primitive form of cookie crisp. <laughs> Uh, so, Hades, <laughs> amazing barbecue, shitty cereal selection. Great. Moving on. <laughs> we should probably move on. So this is her realizing that she can't keep this guy. But just to be a dick about it, he leans in and kisses her anyway because she needs more kisses, apparently. Well, kisses her cheek and she's been crying. Yeah, she's been crying. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize that because I oh, can't see you. And he also stops to remember how beautiful she is. Oh, man. I can't see much, but boy, can I see the outline of them titties. <laughs> That's Thank you, the, book. That's where the groove is. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, that's pretty much the end of the first chapter of this. Uh, there's there's not much else to report. Uh, the, the the next morning is the next chapter, and Luke senses that there's a change in the group, so, as if something has happened. Because you see, Tenennial is now riding with Isolder. Han and Leia are now riding together, and Luke is stuck riding with R2-D2. And no mention of Chewbacca! Well, well he's stuck with 3PO, obviously, but there's no mention of it. <laughs> yeah, I just love that he's like, oh, the, the group dynamic has shifted, and why didn't we just have the two droids tied together? Why am I not riding with Chewbacca? And che <laughs> like Chewbacca's just sitting there gossiping with 3PO. <laughs> just, just sitting there like... I can't believe that Han Solo doesn't realize kissing the Wookiee is an actual sex move. <laughs> Chewbacca's just like... <laughs> Which was translated to, why don't you ever speak Shrewook? Don't you speak it? You speak every other language. No, I find it barbaric. <laughs> oh, God, why would I? <laughs> Ew, it damages my gears. <laughs> oh, my servos aren't ready to handle that. My AA1 verbo brain is too pure. <laughs> my verbo brain would kill you, Traveler. <laughs> You need uh, a weaker language. <laughs> I'm going into battle, and I need your strongest verbo brain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Fuck. All right. Okay. <laughs> they, so they go riding, and they know that there's definitely trouble on the wind. Uh, they've already sensed that, thanks to R2-D2's sensor help, they know that the, uh, the Gazerion's army marched through the night and is going to be attacking earlier than they thought they would. Yeah, and... Uh, we have Gethzerion, when they uh, camped, tried to force probe their shit. Oh, that's right. Like a dark cloud from the sky. She comes down and tries to force probe all their business. But apparently only Luke, because I, I guess... Well, no, she got all of them, because she actually gets information from Han. That's true. She gets information from Han, because Han's the dumbest fuck in the world, apparently. Yeah, he's asleep and just kind of goes, no, no, Florida. No, no. Oh, I don't want to go back to the panhandle. Stop throwing all those spray cans in the fire. <laughs> no, quit throwing all the car batteries in the ocean. <laughs> I keep telling you the side of a, of a shopping cart won't make a good grill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she gets the information from Han in his dreams that they have all the parts and everything they need to fix the Millennium Falcon. So she's like, yeah, now I'm going to come get that shit, yeah. you dumb bitches. But Luke is like, get out of here, Geth Zerion. And she's oh, like, oh, I don't like you. And she's like, hey, 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 hey. I got what I want. <laughs> eh, Geth Zerion always gets what she wants. <laughs> like first place in a wet t-shirt contest. <laughs> ah, ah, like that sheavy penis, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Although in my case, dad, to be a wet shirt and wet pants costume. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nipples at my knees. <laughs> 
What I'm saying is, I hang low. <laughs> but so does Sheev, if you know what I mean. I don't want to think about it, Kazirion. <laughs> Thank you for telling me. Thank I, you. All I'm saying is, you can look close, you can see his balls at the bottom of his robes. <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is, there's a reason he just wears loose robes. <laughs> I'm just saying he's always playing a game of involuntary hacky sack. Yeah, that's why he's always barefoot. <laughs> that's why he's so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Went to the dark side because he stepped quit <laughs> he wouldn't stop stepping on his nuts. <laughs> Had to go to the doctor because there were a bunch of accidental knots in there. <laughs> <laughs> Whole thing looks like a climbing rope from high school gym. <laughs> oh, it looks like woofle leather over there. <laughs> Oh, these two are gross. <laughs> That's my favorite relationship. Gazirion and Sheev are the best couple ever. Hey, baby, you want to go drinking tonight? Just roll those things up and stuff them in a push-up bra. <laughs> I love the two of them so much, and I want only the best for them. I, do. I want them to be happy together. I don't want that Sheev dumped her and left her on this planet. Yeah. He was going to come back. Oh, he was coming back, and yeah. then someone threw him down a hole. Yeah, Vader's the worst part of the galaxy, I tell you. As, <laughs> as he was falling down, he was like, Vader, you're a shitty wingman. <laughs> you're standing in the way of true Florida love. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Vader, I need you to be a cock enabler right now. <laughs> you're a cock blocker. I need you to enable the cock. <laughs> Look, I need a lot of cock enablers if you... <laughs> <laughs> Look, why do you think I've got all these guys in the red suits for? <laughs> Those aren't even guys. They're just bags of Cialis and armor. <laughs> uh, uh, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on from the bit. They make their way through the forest. Uh, I guess even spurring on Tosh and her Rancor buddies to even greater heights. Yeah. I feel like every time we meet Tosh and, and, and the, her Rancor friends, they're like, they ran faster than they ever had before. They're, they're like Naruto characters at this point. <laughs> every time. Yeah. The Rancors, their arms behind them running yes. forward. <laughs> I have to run beyond, plus ultra. <laughs> that's what they say, right? Uh, that's Naruto, right? I know, that's not Naruto. That's the other one. Yeah, the other one. That's that's the, my hero. The, the one that's Naruto, but about superheroes instead of ninjas with superhero powers. Boku no Hero Academia. <laughs> that's the Naruto Hero Academia, as far as I can tell. But anyway, they have to run super fast, and they get to the edge of town. Run, they, run real fast. Run real quick. They get to the edge of Laughing's Mountain, Singing Mountain the Village. Singing Mountain. Yeah, the they la- get to the Laughing River at the Singing Mountain. They get to the <laughs> of the Dancing Lake <laughs> on the planet Hapes in the Hapes sector. <laughs> Uh, and wouldn't you know it, R2-D2 immediately picks up that there's some Imperial presence, like, literally just a couple hundred yards away from them, like, like uh, well camouflaged. Well, yeah, because fucking uh, Luke's like, hey, uh, hey, R2, you, you picking anything up? Mm-hmm. You picking up what I'm putting down here? Well, it's, it's nice of him to actually put the droid into action, because normally these guys, all of our heroes, are really bad at operating with the tools they have at their disposal. Well, I mean, when you look at something like Luke, you're like, well, he doesn't really care, because he can just be like... Hey, can you detect if there's never mind? I have the force anyway. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Han or sorry, Luke starts formulating a useful plan. He's like, "All right, Tosh," because apparently he just speaks Tosh now. He speaks Rancor. Well, he He's just speaks the English. He's doing the same thing he did with the Blue Mountain people. No, he just speaks English, people. and Tosh knows it. Oh, that's cool. Tosh just well, speaks- I mean, he speaks basic. Yeah, he speaks basic, or he scraps it down in aura bash, or a parent. Or apparently he speaks whatever they speak on Dathomir. Uh, <laughs> Dathomir. I'm pretty sure he pretty much just speaks Tatooinean, whatever that language is called. I mean, you know what they, they call people who speak one language in the in Star Wars universe is Tatooinians. <laughs> uh, ha. 
Anyway, anyway, Luke's formulating a plan. He wants to get the Falcon repaired right away. So he's like, all right, Tosh, here's the deal. Give me your two fastest climber rancors, and I want you to take everyone but me, those two, I want them to take everyone but me up into the into the village uh, and get them fixed, started on fixing the uh, the ship. I'm going to stay down here with you and beat the fuck out of the Empire, okay? So what we're going to do is there's something over there where there are some walkers, mm-hmm. and if we try and climb while those walkers are operational, they're just going to shoot us off the fucking mountain. Yeah, so we'll go attack it, and then they climb the mountain while we're attacking it, so everyone's, everyone's yeah, going to be... We're going to basically be the distraction. Yeah. And then Han jumps in, and he's like, I'm staying with you, Luke. I got a blaster, and he's like, no, you're a dumb idiot. You're the only one who can repair this ship. Yeah. Because like, Chewbacca's not going to do it. <laughs> That's the other thing is, they're like, even Leia's like, look, Han, the reason he didn't ask you to stay is because we need you to fix the Falcon. No one but you can fix the Falcon. No mention of Chewbacca. Nope. Chewbacca, the starship engineer who fixes the Falcon all the time. No mention of him. It's like he's just not even here yet. Like the Rancor, him, and then 3PO were at, like, stopped at fucking Raisin Cane's for some chicken fingers. <laughs> they just stopped at a fucking Hooters and the two of them were just hanging out. <laughs> Hans texting him furiously. We need you to fix the Falcon. New phone, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, there's real bad traffic out here in the jungle. I'll probably be late by a couple hours. We're stuck behind a bunch of slow rancors. Uh, uh, I told him we're stuck behind slow rancors. Yeah. <laughs> now send him a picture of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this carpet sample I found. <laughs> you should kiss it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the two of them, no mention from either of them during this scene, so I do have to imagine that they're off just having their own little adventure somewhere. <laughs> Found an arcade. Like, we we're having fun. What about the story? I'm sorry, was I ever included in this story? <laughs> this is your fault for not including me earlier, Han. I found a GameStop, I'll be at GameStop. <laughs> you can come find me when it's time to leave. <laughs> So, I went to Babbage's. It's 1995. <laughs> I'm going to Sam Goody after this to see if they have any expensive spawn figurines. <laughs> uh, I'm going to the warehouse. Where? The warehouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I love very specific mid-90s references. <laughs> so, yeah. They start a climbing while Tosh, Tosh's daughter and Luke... Go running off into the forest to go beat the shit out of some Now, dudes. this sounds rad as hell, because Tosh is like 90 feet tall. And so she's running into battle like a huge giant monster with a halberd that is appropriately sized. Oh, yeah. Like, the when they went, oh, yeah, these guys, they have like fucking clubs and spears and shit. I'm like, for a rancor? Jesus, why? <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be an awesome battle. And Luke lets the uh, the Rancors take the charge, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. You, you don't want to run in front of those things. But they end up getting to a point where he's, like, looking around the Force going, what the f- fuck is everyone? Like, even using the Force, he's like, I don't know. All I see is trees and shrubs and whatnot. But the Rancors are like, you're a dumb idiot. Mm-hmm. We're going to go around to the left and attack these people, because... You apparently, with force sense, can't tell that that's a camo net. Yeah, he can't see the camo net, and I assume it's because there's a night sister there helping. Probably? But it doesn't really explain it. But anyway, they jump in there. Tosh immediately takes two of the Imperial walkers and throws them into a wall. Yeah. So we're like, all right, this is pretty serious. Uh, and then she takes a couple of blaster hits from stormtroopers, but they don't do anything to her. Uh, a yeah, lot she's of people just like, "Hey, ow!" A lot of people are getting mushed and smashed by rancors, but one cannon does manage to get it turned around, and it blows the arm off Tosh's daughter, who responds by jumping on it, beating it to shit, and then dying on top of it. Well, she uh, she throws the net on it. That's right. She throws a heavy net at that walker, <laughs> and it falls over. And then Tosh 
beats the Christ that's out of it. Right. Because... I just need to because anytime a walker falls over, it blows up 15 seconds later. Yeah, that's the rules of Star Wars. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's more fun because Tosh jumps on it and beats the ever loving fuck out of it. Oh yeah, it's like oh, there's nothing alive in there. You could stop. And she's like, nope, <laughs> fuck this thing. It killed my daughter. I could, but <laughs> so this Meanwhile, is pretty great. There's a night sister that's like 16 years old, and Luke is just like, hey. Can- could you not be evil so I don't have to kill you, please? Yeah. Now, also, the uh, the other two Rancors are climbing the cliffs, and some shots do get taken at them, but it turns out the cliffs are bedecked with waffle leather ropes, and so they're just swinging back and forth on the, on the cliffside like goddamn Spider-Man Rancors, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> Everything with the Rancors is great. Yeah. The Rancors are a fantastic part of this book. But yeah, Luke is facing down a 16-year-old Night Sister, and she's throwing spells at him. Including one that knocks the lightsaber out of his hand. Yeah, and she, then she expelliarmuses him. Yeah, and then she starts casting an Avada Kedavra at him or whatever the fuck that kill spell was. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, he's like, uh-uh. And he just uses the force to close her windpipe. Yeah, he's like, oh, okay, no, shh. Now, <laughs> okay. as I was saying, please be nice. And she's like, like, I know I'm choking you to death right now, but if you could reconsider being a bad person and let go of your hate while I forcibly stop you from doing anything. Man, am I turning into my father this fast? I find your lack of faith disturbing. Oh, shit, I am. This is this is a problem for me. Oh, no. I shouldn't be doing this to people. This is the opposite of what I should do. But he's like, I don't want to kill a 16-year-old. Now, to the book's credit, the admirable restraint of Davis Q. Wolverton is very notable here in that we don't get a comment on how hot this 16-year-old is. Thank God. <laughs> We've had to eat them all the way through the book on how sexy Tenennial is. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I, sh- I should probably restrain myself from saying how sexy a 16-year-old evil witch is. Who doesn't matter and doesn't get a name, but boy, by God, we're going to mention her boobs if we can get away with it. Yeah. So she basically, while being choked and floated off the ground, nods like, yes, I'll stop being evil. And then she lands on the ground and uses another spell on him right away. Yeah, she's like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to hit you with your own lightsaber. And he's like, no, turn it off, grab it, stop that. Yeah, so he's basically trying non-lethal takedowns, but he's forgetting an important elephant in the room. Because while he's still trying to talk her down, the important elephant in the room crushes her to death. (laughs) Tosh just smashes her into wet pulp. He's like... She just kind of goes, anyway, can we please move on? You're a big dumb asshole. Let's go. No one wants to watch you. Uh, it's way too late in the book for you to rehabilitate a young evil Jedi. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go already. TikTok, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't sit here while you rehabilitate one night sister while like 300 more attack the town. <laughs> so she just grabs Luke and throws him on her back and charges off into the jungle. Come here, you idiot. We're going. <laughs> we're, do- we're going. <laughs> I'm going to count to three, Luke. Uh, do you want to just be left here? Two. Uh, two and a half. Uh, well, I guess if you want to stay here, you won't be coming with me to get ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ice cream. Ooh, Jedis love ice cream. And then, of course, gets on her back and they ride off and she's like, but now, of course, we're not getting ice cream. But if you had stayed there, you also wouldn't be getting any. <laughs> oh, mom! You, you more... In fact, we're going to the dentist. <laughs> uh, Someone... You said we were going to Disneyland. Well, the dentist is like a Disneyland for your teeth. The dentist's last name happens to be Disney. <laughs> you know, it is a last name, right? That's how it got its name in the first place. Well, this guy's just also named Disney. Yeah, it's Dr. Disney. Dr. Disney. Dr. Isaiah Disney, known dentist. Known DDS. <laughs> known dentist, like it's one of his AKAs. <laughs> Be on the lookout for Isaiah Disney, known dentist. <laughs> Hasn't done anything illegal yet, but a dentist from Florida can't be good. <laughs> you have to assume he's been stealing his own drugs. Like, you just have to. Uh, 
most likely position found on the floor is unconscious with a nitrous bottle. <laughs> All right, so uh, they're charging off. Luke's formulating more plans for how to stop these people, but he can't shake it out of his head how Yoda couldn't do this. Oh, yeah. He's like, the fuck am I going to do? I'm not a warrior. I'm some asshole who uses the Force. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Because it really seems like you can just, when the writer wants you to, do anything. And then when they don't want you to, you can't sense an entire group of Imperial walkers two feet in front of you because they have a camo net. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was a really good camo net. We've seen how good camo nets are already in this book. To be fair, to be it fair. was a nice camo. They went to REI, got a real good camo net. <laughs> they checked prices on A16, but decided to go to, uh, to REI to get the best possible camo net. <laughs> while they were there, they picked up a $120 pair of long underwear. <laughs> ah. Oh, man, I got to get me a pair of long underwear. Just wander around in that. You don't even have pants. You'd be wandering around in long underwear and cargo shorts. No, I would just be wandering around in long underwear. Oh, that's, okay, that's better. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. That, what I want is to wear long underwear as an outfit. <laughs> and I want that butt flap open. I've never seen long underwear with the actual butt flap. What I want well, you're is long of, underwear with the butt flap. You're thinking about long underwear that's like the whole body, right? Like, yeah, like the long johns. The, yeah, the kind that has like the two huge buttons with the butt flap. Yeah. Because mostly long underwear these days is just pants or a shirt. Well, long underwear these days is I've got bullshit. like yeah, I know. fucking yoga pants, and that's what my long underwear is. You know what? That's bullshit. <laughs> Although you should keep wearing them, women. It's great. Oh Please. no, yeah. but just don't call them. You know, long underwear. No, call them Jeff's fetish from the early '90s that <laughs> somehow came back into fetish, fed, er, fashion. And he's like, hell yes. Uh yes. Gross. You're gross. I'm gross. You're a gross old man. Well, I'm a butt dude. What do you want me to do? <laughs> All these descriptions of, this, of of boobs in this book are doing nothing for me. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Uh, I'm an ass man. I'll pull up to the bumper till end of days. <laughs> no, man. You got to be a breast man. We, <laughs> I know. Secret we got breaks. our own secret menu at Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, I know that Akewood, the comic strip, came out in favor of fat titties. <laughs> <laughs> Truly the truffles of the lady body community. Yeah. <laughs> but not me. I mean, all I'm saying is, who doesn't want a big titty goth girlfriend? <laughs> I guess you, you know what? You got a pretty good point there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bits. So Luke gets back up the mountain and finds all of the uh, the men folk gathering mm -hmm. like shit together to try and they're armoring up rancors. Yeah, get the all of the nonsense ready for war, which is mostly them not doing anything. Mm -hmm. So they're armoring up like fifty rancors, and I'm like, God damn, that's. Oh, yeah, that's just seeing, like, what is this? Oh, it is an entire ridge line of huge rancors. Yeah, and the fact that they're like, this isn't going to this isn't gonna do the job, I'm like, I I feel like you humans are placing way too high of a value on yourselves. Oh. Plus, you know, somewhere out in that jungle waiting patiently for the right moment to strike. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest warrior on all of Dathomir, C-3PO. Yeah, just waiting to murder everyone. Who am I? <laughs> oh, it seems I've killed you. <laughs> You saw the Wookiee in front of you. Oh no, I just, I can't seem to stop killing little boys. <laughs> you didn't see the C-3PO to the side of you. <laughs> Clever droid. Uh, so, <laughs> he runs up and Ogwin and all the other witches for the uh, Singing Mountain are there, trying to essentially cast spells to counter the spells that are happening now and also to discover where troops are. Yeah, they also kind of want to know where Gethzerion is, because they like to cut the head off this serpent. Well, the uh, Gethzerion and the Night Witches have 
<laughs> sent for Van Halen on a number of occasions. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gensirian and the Night Witches. They're great live. Real pyrotechnic show. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, they set, A lot of costume changes. They set a nearby hill on fire mm-hmm. and are force controlling the smoke to like cover the mountain, which I thought that's Honest, a really good idea. That's a rad trick. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you that's can just control smoke, why not be like, fuck you, we're just going to smoke you out. Yeah. You know, we'll get you real high. And then- <laughs> Florida style. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get it to the point where you don't even want to fight anymore, man. But we do because we blew all the smoke over there. Yeah. We hotboxed your dumb city. And then we'll go in and invade it, and then we'll get high. And oh wait, we didn't think this through. <laughs> uh, but honestly, using fo- uh, the smoke and the force to like create for- uh, smoke lines and block lines of sight, really smart. Yeah, that's that almost a- as good of a trick as spinning. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> so I- I'm liking these Night Sisters. I'm I'm a big fan. Oh yeah, the Night Sisters. They've got the best business in this entire book. They do. Now, they attack at this point. Assassins pop up to attack. Oh, he gets a, a brief moment to ask Ogwin what's going on with everyone else. And she's like, well, they're up there working on the Falcon. How long will it take them to repair it? And Luke's like, two hours. Uh, how long will it take for you to be overthrown by Night Sisters? About two hours. Uh, I mean, probably narratively about two hours. Yeah. What a coincidence. It'll take the exact same amount of time for that Falcon to get fixed. Oh, I'd probably say it'll take about a couple seconds less, and then once they get to your ship, you'll take off. Yeah. You know, right, they'll, they'll just miss you. Now, the question is, do they stay there and shoot at them with the turbo lasers, or do they just <laughs> do leave? they stay there and shoot at them until their gun runs out of energy and then throw the gun at the Millennium Falcon? <laughs> uh, so... At this point, Night Sisters, like assassins, attack the uh, the old, the uh, ladies of the the witches. Yeah. So you know, one drops down to try and kill like uh, Luke, and he and just cuts Ogwin her in half. And one of the other witches, the unnamed witch, of course, just dies. Yeah, she gets cut in half the moment she touches down near Luke. He doesn't stop to check how old she is. Apparently, no. He was just like, "Oops, a daisies, <laughs> you're dead." I just can't stop killing random women, <laughs> and. The witch that dropped down next to the unnamed witch just blasts her in the face with a gun. Is like, blammo, you're dead, bye! Yeah, jumps off the balcony, because Night Sisters, again, can float and land safely. Uh, Ogwen also had had a conversation with Luke right before this about killing the Night Witches, where, where Night Sisters, where Luke was like, look, I warned them if they came over here, we'd murder them, so... He's like, look, I, I want you to not give in to hate, Yeah, I want you to stay on the light side, mm-hmm. I want you to, to really not, you know, be evil... But also, like, have at. I did warn them, and if they come here, stand your ground laws, hut hut America. <laughs> Look, they're going to come up the mountain, and you're just going to sit here swinging your force weapon, and if they get killed, it's their fault. <laughs> I warned them to stay off my property. <laughs> it says, beware of rancor. <laughs> so, we'll defend my First Amendment rights. We'll defend my Second Amendment rights. Yeah, so Luke- We'll defend my Third Amendment rights. Don't care about the Fourth Amendment rights. <laughs> Wait, the Fourth Amendment? That's the one that lets them quarter troops in your house. I don't want that happening. Yeah, I don't care about it. I don't care about the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> I want troops in my house. <laughs> Put these troops, our troops, in my house. <laughs> I feel like I should be forced to quarter troops. <laughs> That's what I feel like. Abolish the Fourth Amendment. <laughs> so anyway, Luke tries to go after these assassins. Yeah, he jumps off the cliff with one of them and like, like fights her on the way down. He's like, fuck you! Yeah, now he lands neatly, on presumably on a pile of dead Night Witch. But that's not really mentioned. But instead, what happens is he looks up and, oh, shit, he jumped right down to Gethzerion. Yeah, apparently Gethzerion was like one of the assassins, I guess. Yes. He was like, oh, hey, you. I didn't even realize that was you in the fucking uh, 
uh, prison when I walked past you. What do you know? Yeah. What's up, little Jedi? Hey. And he's like, look, here's the deal. I will murder you just like I've murdered all these other people unless you take off. Hey, have you considered not being evil? Yeah. She's like, what? Are you kidding? That didn't work on my smunderlings. (laughs) You know, my small underlings? My smunderlings. (laughs) My my from underlings? Uh, that didn't work on any of my people. Why do you think that's going to work on me, you dumb idiot? You are wasting time. And he's like, I'm a mighty star witch. And she's like, yeah, I'm not impressed. Yeah, you know what? How about I hit you with a force hammer across the head? And he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. Because <laughs> she doesn't need to chant. She's powerful enough that she's like, oh, these these other people need to chant and do their magic spells. I'm basically like a real Sith, and I'm just going to destroy you with my mind. Yeah, and she kind of uses the force to shove him down to the ground and make all of his limbs weigh 100 pounds each and just knock him to the earth. Oh, yeah. She's she's just force hammering him. She's mm-hmm. like, wham! Get fucking dunked on, idiot! And Luke is going, oh, man, I'm not a warrior. I'm not good at this at all. Oh, oh man, repulsed by the witches. Yeah. I don't understand this at all. And, of course, for her, she's very Floridian, so her force hammer is just that she has a dude behind him named Two Babs who hits him in the head with a tire iron a bunch of times. Yeah, she's got force Two Babs. <laughs> force Two Babs. Two Babs permanently in Juggalo face paint. Permanently. Permanently. It's it's a weird accident. Don't ask. <laughs> he's he's the, the, the space equivalent of a Juggalo, which is, you know, a Darth Maul-style Zabrak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's got to be the saddest thing. If you're a Zabrak and you end up getting that coloration. The white and black, yeah. And you're just like, oh, I'm white and black, but it actually came out looking like fucking Juggalo paint. You're <laughs> like, oh, oh, no. Oh, ICP, huh? Big fan of that. Why don't you sing Dirtball for me or some other ICP song? What's Miracles? Can we hear some Miracles? Uh, I don't oh, yeah. listen to Insane Clown Posse. Oh, that's weird because you got the makeup. It's not makeup. <laughs> Fuck! You know what? You're, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. This is this is hurtful of us. It's a hurtful stereotype for you. I'm sure. I apologize. Now, which member of Kiss are you again? <laughs> uh, so, what are you, the Star Child, <laughs> the Cat Man? Which one is it? Uh, come on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, the second chapter ends with Luke just getting the absolute piss beat out of him by Getzerion, and he like passes out because she is straight like ripping the blood vessels in his brain apart yeah she's very good at being a superpowered witch. i mean she's basically like the, the emperor oh she's- yeah and she's like oh or luke has his like final thoughts are oh i guess this is what would have happened if like uh vader was actually trying to kill me instead of just fucking around trying to turn me to the dark side yeah well honestly what would have happened is vader would have cut him in half with a lightsaber if he was just trying to kill him oh yeah or he would have not let him jump off the platform at uh bespin the moment luke was like no it just fell like, the and and force yeah, pick you back up we're not doing that and while you're floating there crush your windpipe there we go hey here we are <laughs> problem solved <laughs> or he would have been like you know before that on the bridge of the executor, yes, disintegrations. <laughs> and that, <laughs> and, end of story. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, there you go. That, that's the end of the chapter. That's Luke gets knocked out by Gethzerion because she's serious business, and he did not take that into account. No. he he. <laughs> I don't know why he was going to open up with, hey, maybe don't be evil. Like He didn't do that with anyone else except for this 16-year-old. It's like just this chapter he went, Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to be a Jedi and not, like, just attack. So, 
Hey! Maybe his Paragon Point level fell down from five to four. And he's, he's like, like, oh, oh shit, crap, that's going to cut me out from a mission later. Okay, hold on, i got to get this back up. If I don't have that at five, I can't equip the super special armor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my light side points. I need more light side points so I can get the cool land speeder. Oh. So that's why he's suddenly being nice to people and offering them ways out of things, especially this one, the wrong one to do this to. Oh, yeah. Oh, I met the raid boss, and I asked if they wanted to settle this with a nice game of Parcheesi. <laughs> what you doing, uh, Baron Geddon? You think we can solve this over a cup of tea? I'm a giant fire elemental. No. Uh, I, I don't understand why you would even ask that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. Had to try, right? Hey, you know, always give it a shot. If, oh, hang on a second. I got to kill another teenager. Anyway, I think you're cool. You, though. <laughs> Anyway, John, those are the last are these two chapters. Actually kind of exciting. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah, shit happened in this. Like the plot moves forward. Hooray. I mean, the other thing that's been really fun to watch happen is the progression of Chewbacca's involvement in the story. Where at this point he's literally managed to kind of shuffle off stage. Oh yeah. He just he's been throughout the entire book just slowly taking steps to the right. <laughs> and eventually in this <laughs> chapter he managed to get off stage. He's like, Whew, hey. all right. Okay, I still get paid, right? He's like at craft services. <laughs> He's just sitting there with a fucking ham sandwich. In one hand, playing fucking like bejeweled with the other. Ugh. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> that's a union day's life for Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you think is going to happen next? Uh, Well, I mean, I already said, I think they're going to fucking fix the Falcon and then have it be right as they're getting overrun. Yeah, Team Dipshit blasting off again. I assume Tenennial comes to save Luke right now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tenennial or Ogwin who shows up to save the day here. Or, if we're really lucky, Tosh. Actually, no, I don't want that to happen, because Tosh will probably get murdered if that happens. Yeah. So, Tosh, stay away. Be a rad rank or off in the distance instead. Do not attempt to redeem people on the internet. It isn't very funny. Huh. Yeah, please please stop white knighting people, Luke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, oh, Luke too, but I was making a Tosh.0 joke because it's 2007 in my brain. Oh, it's 2007 in your brain. Yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's 1995 in my brain. That's why my <laughs> brain has a Babbage's. <laughs> and a Sam Goody. Oh, and there's an arcade in there. You can oh, actually find an arcade in oh. my brain. We got Marvel versus Capcom 2 and Player 2's character can't jump for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get this shit. No, it's 95. If it was 2007, then that would be the case. That's yes. true, yeah. Every arcade is the saddest thing in the world now. Yeah, you go to some nickel arcade, and they're like, here's our fighting game selection. On the right side, two of the buttons don't work, and on the left side, the stick doesn't go back. You're like, well, great. <laughs> These are interesting handicaps. I can't wait to try this out. Huh. <laughs> All right, let's try and pick characters that will do this. <laughs> How many nickels does it cost to play? Seven? What the flying hell? What... What? <laughs> Screw this, I'm playing skee-ball. Uh, and I'm cheating. <laughs> I'm going to fucking cheat at skee-ball because I'm an old-ass man with big, long arms. I, I am beyond your rules, Nickel Arcade. By God, you're going to give me that off-brand purple lightsaber. I am definitely getting that little pillow poop emoji. It costs <laughs> 3,000 tickets and I will have it. <laughs> Uh, I just need some vampire teeth. <laughs> just some vampire teeth and a flavored Tootsie Roll, yeah. please. Vampire teeth are the, ch are the closest thing to dentistry that I, a podcaster, can afford. <laughs> <laughs> Sad but true. <laughs> now then, if you thought that was funny, maybe you'd like to support us on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. If you support us at the $2 level or more on Patreon.com slash System Mastery, 
You unlock the bonus content that we're about to go do. Yeah, we're going to make some stories up from Wikipedia. They aren't we're going to make them up. They aren't actually on Wikipedia until we put them there. This is the secret we've been afraid to tell you, folks. We've just been making all this shit up the whole all time. All the Wikipedia articles that you've ever seen that are weird, it's us. Yeah, there isn't really a guy named Mammon Hool in Star Wars. What, are you fucking kidding? We've been we've been seeding Wikipedia for years in preparation for this. Borborigamous Gog? Who are you fucking kidding? April Fools. Uh, that's right. April Fools came early this year. <laughs> came way late. Or both. <laughs> Whatever. Thank you so much for listening, but support us at the $2 level on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash systemmastery to unlock that bonus content. Or we've got even more bonus content at the $5 level. The Afterthought Monthly Show is back, baby. Ooh, you can listen to us banter, do bits, with no guiding direction, no filter, no net, just straight up banter. And as I keep promising every time I do the ad for this, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> you don't oh. get to, you don't get to see them or nothing. Also, at the five dollar level, we get real weirdly personal in there because at this point, it's just people who want to pay to get in there, so we don't have to worry about anything. If you wanted to know how I'm personally feeling about my poops. You can come to the $5 level and figure that out. Like, I know you're setting this up as a gag, but I believe my topic for the first episode that we did on the $5 level was was porn isn't li- isn't the way I like it anymore. Oh, yeah. No, I'm being 100% serious. It, we get way more intimate and yeah. personal in the, the new afterthought because we're only getting questions from a select few people. Yeah, and that could be you at the $5 level. Otherwise, find us at SystemMasteryPodcast.com or System Mastery on Twitter, Gmail, Reddit, Facebook. System Mastery on the OneShotPodcast.com. That's right, baby. We managed to badger our way onto that website. Well, not yet. <laughs> no, they're doing it. They're working on it right oh, now. Yeah, but they'll, yeah, they're, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. the check is in the mail. <laughs> Look, a, I also got this bridge point. I need to sell you, Jeff. Look, folks, until such time as our, we are actually on that website, which we should be right now, we should also be in Troll 2. Uh, but it's... <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, McElroy's. I want what you have. I think it's Trolls 2. Troll 2 is <laughs> not a movie that we can be in. I would like to be in the movie Troll 2, please. So if you could just edit me in there. They're eating him, and then they're going to eat me. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, the McElroy's got the one that's still being made. It is in Hollywood right now. That's their level. That's where they're at. But if you can put me in one of the worst horror movies ever made, Troll 2. Yeah. You could just please do a remake of Troll 2 mm-hmm. with us in it. Boy, howdy. I'll be happy to play a troll. I don't believe there are trolls in that movie. I'll be happy to play a two. Because <laughs> as I recall, it's not trolls. It's Boglins or something like that. Oh, it Boglins the mind. <laughs> so I'll be happy to play a Boglin in, in Troll 2. Yeah. Also, get us on that podcast. Until such time as we're on there, don't you leave James alone. <laughs> Do it. I'm kidding. Leave James alone. He's fine. No, he's, he's not. He's on his honeymoon or some crap. Let him enjoy it. No, he's not. He's just sitting at home. Washing his tights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably. probably. I, I assume he does James own, has tights. He owns a lot of tights. I, he, that is what I assume he does he, most of his free time is wash his tights he that looks, he has been wearing. He looks damn good in them. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. Guy keeps his legs as smooth as a dolphin for that shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. When James wears yoga pants, it is out of this world. He's got a space mirror in his pocket because <laughs> I can see myself out of this world. <laughs> he's got a space mirror in his pocket in his pants that he's not wearing because of the leggings. <laughs> Hi, James. Thanks for listening, everybody. You all have a wonderful week, and until such time as we see you again, I've be- been Elad Sleazebagiano. Baggiano. <laughs> I've been Elan Sleazebaggins. <laughs> I've been Elan Sleazebaggins, and I'm going on a smoke adventure. 